Welcome to the Beyond Jiu-Jitsu podcast, episode 132. Who hurt Gordon Ryan? Who hurt him? Let's talk about it. I thought you were, there's so low energy, that introduction. I thought you were waiting for me to do it where I was, I was just sitting here with my eyes closed. I was yeah, like, I was. Oh. I thought I thought you were like about to talk. It's, so been a while, wanna... it's been a while since I've chimed in on an intro. Yeah, I had a feeling you were trying to interrupt me. <coughs> so I was like, mm, what's he going to do? We've had a pretty good thing going lately where you're doing the intros and I'm doing the outros. I didn't even realize, but yeah, that's that has been happening consistently. Just less pressure because people are gone by the end of the, <laughs> the episode. So yeah. Less, less pressure. Um, yeah. So for those who have been living under a rock, if you're listening to this episode within the first couple of days of when it's been released, a week ago we had Who's Number One was supposed to be the highly anticipated mm. Gordon Ryan versus Felipe Pena rematch, rematch of a rematch, right? Mm. Was supposed to be their the fourth match. Fourth fight. Yes, fourth. Uh, but yeah, if for those who don't recall their previous match on who's number one was, I don't want to say it was necessarily controversial. That's probably the wrong word, but it just happened under really terrible circumstances with Indeed. it happening the day after or the day of, mm. or I believe it was the day after, but the day that um, that everyone found out that Leandro Lowe had been murdered and Panna being friends with Lowe, it was you know pretty rough, you can imagine, to, to try fight. Right after that. So long story short, he um, he quit, tapped out as in just not from a submission, but tapped out being like, nah, I'm done, like 30 minutes in or something like that. Anyway, so this was supposed to be the rematch of that. However, did not happen. Mm. Why? I don't know. Someone hurt Gordon Ryan. I don't know. Why? Uh, yeah. <clears throat> so it didn't happen because Gordon pulled out like two days beforehand due to, um, you know, some stomach issues or having a virus, a virus or mm. something, which I'm not saying that's a lie, right? You know, if he's sick and couldn't compete, that's mm. unfortunate. That shit happens, right? But, yeah, so he pulled out with like two days before the event mm. and then uh, Nikki, Nikki Rod stepped up took the match and we had Felipe Pena versus, versus Nicky Rod. Old Natty Rod, eh? Yeah, old Natty Rod, Natty yeah, Rod. That's what they call it in these days. Yeah, so, I mean, what did you – first of all, what did you think of the match versus Nicky Rod versus Felipe Pena? I thought it was about as entertaining as – it was a 30-minute match, so mm-hmm. it wasn't no time limit. But, yeah, it was about as entertaining as no time limit matches go. <laughs> it's fucking stupid, man. Like, like the match was fine. There was some good jujitsu and everything in yeah. the match for sure. Um, definitely, uh, I don't want to say. Yeah, well, I mean, we're we're, t- we're not necessarily recapping who's number one. So, yeah, but there will be spoilers. Anyone who's listening and who was waiting to watch it and doesn't know the results or anything yet. I mean, yeah. maybe this isn't the podcast episode to listen yeah, to. Like a week later. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But, um, you know, so it was exciting. Like, you know, Nikki had towards the end of the match, like a what appeared to be a super deep bite on an outside heel hook yeah. that um, that Penna didn't tap to. And yep. anyway, Penna ended up getting, getting the win via decision. Yeah, man, look, firstly, it's just my beef with essentially no time limit matches. Once you yeah. go over... 10, 15 minutes, 
man, it's just you're watching. It's 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 just not super fun to watch. You you want to watch athletes performing at their peak, and you know it, you're just changing it into rather than watching a 200 meter sprint or a hundred meters, well, hundred meters maybe a bit wrong, but let's say a 400 meter sprint, which, you know, is an exciting, you know, peak performance race. And then you're watching a marathon, you know, I'm not taking anything away from marathon athletes, but you know, it's not what you want to watch. Like you want to see the people engaging in combat when, you know, it's when it's not sloppy. Mm. It's like when you watch in the UFC, for example, when not often do heavyweights make it to like round five mm. of a championship bat bout or the the co-main events that are five rounds instead of three. Usually someone gets knocked out or something. But, you know, smaller guys in the lightweight, you know, bantamweight and whatever divisions, they're still full of gas at those rounds. But, you know, when you watch heavyweights in round five and it's just the sloppiest ugliest thing like it looks like almost two drunk dudes fighting like no one wants to watch that right like well, i don't it, know it's, it gets pretty scrappy <laughs> yeah but then i'll just look for i'll just you know youtube bum fights you know you want to watch the athletes at their peak performance and especially in nogi when man 20 30 minutes in the absurd amount of sweat yeah right is is like a is like a real factor you know, that makes it very difficult to kind of do anything at the elite level, right? When even when someone's dry at this professional one percenters, even when shit's dry, people can slip heels and, Mm -hmm. you know, escape positions, submissions, whatever. Man, when you're that sweaty, you know, it would almost be more entertaining. I would be more willing to see something like, you know, three five-minute rounds uh, or something opposed to, you know, like a 15-minute match or a 20-minute match or something like that. I'm not I'm not necessarily advocating for changing it to that format, but I don't want to see sloppy grappling, you know. I want to see, you know, if you had it split into five-minute rounds, they essentially then get that minute to recover, you know, yeah. wipe some of the – you know, gunkway, same as in UFC or in boxing, that little in-between round so you can reset. And it so makes you a can huge reset. Difference. It also helps reset positions or it also adds to that sort of like, you know, mm. uh, like maybe you took someone's back, but you know, that urgency to finish them because the round's about to end and then you don't finish them and then all of a sudden, you know, they get a minute to recover, they come back in and you're standing up again. And But on the flip side of that, you may see some stalling tactics like – if we if we take a, a trip down memory lane and, and think of the Isaac Michelle um, Kyle Chambers match for the final, the no time limit for the who's next, we saw a lot of stalling. Right now, if you put in a clock there, and Kyle knew that he had to just stall for another three minutes on the back instead of taking a risk to escape, then he yeah, probably yeah. he probably would. Yeah, but then he would unequivocally lose that round. Well, yeah. If, and then if, he's going to go into round two being down around. And then if he maybe. stalls round two, he's going to go into round three. Yeah, then being you would down have to change rounds. the scoring system to be per round instead of the entire oh, match. Oh, yes, I know. I'm, yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. Like, I mean, you. But then again, I think in jujitsu, if you I'm are. I'm not saying it's the way to do it. No, no, I, I just, get you. I'm just, just making exploring the, the idea. Yeah. The, the other issue that I had with, with doing round, because I've thought about this as well. Like, why don't we do for these sorts of formats, why don't we do like multiple 10 minute rounds or multiple five minute rounds or something like that? Similar to what they do in uh, ADCC, but you know, they have overtime. 
It's not mm. really rounds, but it kind of is. And I mean, if you get in a, into a position, say you it is 10 minute rounds, there's two 10 minute rounds, argument's sake, it's a 20 minute bout on, on something like a main event. And at the end of the first 10 minutes, you've been able to like bust your ass and get to a dominant position. And then your opponent stalls out for like a minute left or something like that. And then you reset. So it's like, oh, all my good work has been taken away. Similar thing happens in UFC, but like you're pointing out, then you just awarded that round, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I could make the argument that, well, what if I bust my ass to get to a good position and then mm. he doesn't stall out the one minute remaining. He stalls out because there's no rounds. It's a 20-minute bout and he stalls out the 11 minutes remaining. Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean. It's the same, same. Yeah. I mean, uh, my point being is, you know, if you watch, let's say, for example, okay, a recent match was at the AJP here in Australia. We had Levi Jones-Leary yep. versus Murillo um, Amaral. No, no, but he's from Mario Hayes. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah I was getting right. confused. Murillo, he's not as well-known internationally as Levi is, or at least locally definitely isn't, but Murillo, for those who don't know, is a Mario Hayes black belt, bronze medalist at Worlds, so he's a very high-caliber athlete. Him and Levi fought at AJP, the, the mm. Abu Dhabi thing here in, in Sydney. Mm. And Levi won the match. But in AJP, the matches, even a black belt, right? A, a typical black belt match is 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. AJP, they're only like six minutes. So it's like way more intense and way more entertaining. It's like, it's like when you watch Masters Worlds. Mm. And let's not forget, when you watch Masters Worlds, you have guys like Clark Gracie competing. You have Cyborg. guys like Josh Hinger, Cyborg. Like you have very high-level athletes. Yeah. Let's not forget, Cyborg still hangs with the adults. Yeah. Cyborg still beats current 22-year-olds or whatever, yeah. right? And he's 40. Yep. Um, at Masters, they're only – God, it's been a while, but – uh, they're only five minutes, I think, or Jeez. maybe they're six. Anyway, five or six minutes. So, bro, the matches are super intense. You know, there's no pacing. You don't have time to pace yourself in a five-minute match. Mm -hmm. Ten-minute match you can a little bit. But, man, if it's a 20, 30-minute match, I don't want to see people pace themselves. Promote stalling. Yeah, I also don't want to see people like a one-minute match isn't enough. Like you know, oh well, then why don't we make it a one-minute match? So it's like watching a sprint. Well, jujitsu, yeah, jujitsu is too dynamic. We need to. We're walking that line of what is enough time to allow the the dynamic nature of jujitsu to develop and an actual match take place, mm. but not too much time where people start pacing and stalling and whatever. Which is exactly what we saw. And a 30-minute match, match is too fucking much, man. It is. And you, we saw pacing. Like, I don't know if you sat down and watched the entire match. I, I, I watched the entire Philippe um, Nicky match and there was clearly strategies of pacing because yeah. they were playing the game that they were, you know, involved in, that 30-minute match. And it was very, very obvious who was, in my opinion – Maybe controversial. I think it was very, very close. It could have gone either way, like split decision territory. Um, but I think at times Nikki was more fatigued and we could say that is probably because uh, Philippe was preparing for a no time limit with Gordon. You know, maybe he was on some additional supplements to help well, him out. Um, well, I mean, it would be two things, right? Like very two obvious things. Yeah. Panel was preparing for a no time limit match with yep. Gordon. And also Nikki took the match on two days notice. Exactly, right. exactly, right. exactly. So it was a preparation differential. In saying that, all respect to Nikki, he nearly fucking won on two days notice. That's super impressive. I think if he had the same camp, he probably would have won. 
I think we could say that. Yeah, it's interesting, but um, yeah, just to, to yeah to round out the the pacing point, it's just yeah. not an entertaining way to watch jujitsu. I mean, you then at the elite level, you you then you put no time limit or thirty minute, forty minute, whatever. You're essentially just saying at that elite level, when so that you're splitting hairs sometimes for who's the victor, mm. without any restrictions, as in the the clock being the restriction, you're kind of essentially to some degree saying the winner shall be the person with the best cardio or the winner shall be the person with the most like mental fortitude to not give up, which don't get me wrong, uh, a valid uh, tools and definitely measurable in terms of your ability in jujitsu. Yeah, but I'd like to see it more based on your pure jujitsu skill. I always say in sport, the, the, the restrictions are what, make it entertaining and yeah. force you to play the game again. Like who wants to watch a game of tennis where there's no net? Like, <laughs> oh, but it's the purest form of tennis. Well, like, no, like, oh, there's no lines. There's no in and out. Yeah. You know? Like, I mean, hit the ball. yeah. And like, where do you draw the line? Like, you know, Literally. I mean, you have, oh, you know, like UFC. I mean, but really it'd be more entertaining if you could eye gouge and groin kick. I mean, like where's, really, you know, like yeah. the restrictions or what, yeah. you know, like, so in, in saying that, I, I've thought about this and I think that the perfect time for a match like we, we saw for a standard event, who's number one, I think the time limit should be about 10 minutes for standing matches in the main and co-main. An argument could be made for 15 maximum. No more than maximum that. 15, bro. No more than Max, that. Maximum 15. Any more than 15 sure. and you're inviting stalling. Yeah, even 10 minutes there's pacing involved, right? Yeah, like, that's And true. also like a 30-minute match, there's – no sense of urgency. And then when you get to that last minute, that last 30 gassed. seconds, yeah, anything. where you're like, I need a submission to win. Or yeah. let's imagine there's points. I yep. need a sweep to win. Or I need to pass to win. Like you're too fatigued to really add that last yeah. sort of bit of exciting. And there's a, there's another layer that we, I, I want to bring up with you when it comes to these who's number one events because of the way they're structured. It's a judge's decision based on a bunch of criteria, no points, right? Yeah. So there's not an actual, it's kind of subjective. It's kind of like, who do you think did more work or who do you think was going for real legitimate submission attempts Yeah. Uh, along the lines of submission only? However, everyone knows, everyone that's, you know, done jujitsu for more than like a day knows that some submission attempts are clearly for the judges and others are legitimate trying to finish the opponent. And I think we did see a lot of that in the uh, Penna – uh, rod match that some submission attempts were purely there to look busy and you know they weren't actually legitimate and that trickles down to the other matches i could talk about you know some of the other matches where we saw a similar theme what do you what is your take on the judging being purely submission therefore like throwing up a half-assed submission yeah, that I requires mean, I a reaction that, yeah i guess that falls on the on the judges but um I believe at who's number one, they do have multiple judges, but maybe it does yep. need to be a bit more transparent. If it is going to be no points, so it's purely a judge's decision. And of course, you'll know what the criteria is, similar to in boxing, you know how yep. it's like how many shots landed, like, you know, ring control, like. Same as know, UFC, but it's yeah, very all subjective. Those, yeah, it is subjective, but at least there's a level of transparency where they go, mm. you know, and Steve called the bout. You know, 10-8, yep. 
Pan so that is points, you know? right? It's well, just a different form. It is, but I mean, at least it's not just saying, you know, and via ref's decision, it's like, what refs? Like, yep. tell me that Joe thinks Panna won, yep. you know, yeah. Steve thinks Nicky Rod won. And publish but then, the score sheets yeah. like they do in UFC. I, I mean, I wouldn't be opposed to having a UFC style score sheeting system where it's maybe even that 10-8 that uh, round system. Yeah, or even if do. it's not rounds, just tell us, like, did they win by – not? don't just tell us it's refs or judges' decision. Tell us whether it's a split decision, you know, like there should be – Yeah, normally they do, but I want more information. And I think that would help the competitors as well, like knowing exactly what they're looking for. I know that they're briefed in on what the judging is based on, and I know it's based on submission attempts. But like I I've, still think the best motivator is money and yep. that that format that I've often Where mentioned. Where you get the sub, you get bonus. Yeah, so yeah. for anyone who hasn't heard me mention this on probably 100 episodes ago or whatever, this is what I think is a great format for for competition. You have, let's just call it a, I know we just said no longer than 15-minute matches, but let's just call it a 20-minute match just to make things a bit mathematically easier. Let's say it's a 20-minute match and it goes the full time limit with no submission. There's still points, right? Because I believe that points are a good thing because, again, they added extra restrictions and things that extra consequences, right? And the more consequences, the kind of like the higher the risk versus reward game you're playing is, um, especially with leg locks and stuff nowadays, makes it even more of a risk for you to be on top and sit back to attack the legs like Nicky Rod did. Sacrificing the sweet at the end. Yeah, yeah, you know, you're going to sacrifice the points, right? Uh, so, yeah, I think points are a good thing. I don't I – don't, no system is perfect, right? Mm. So then anyone thinking like, oh, but then people like just – play the points and stall it out, whatever. Yeah, yeah but okay. Thinking. But people, like you said, people game the system with throwing up fake submission attempts to mm. woo the judges. So no system's perfect. Yeah. But I think the consequences of points uh, uh, add more, force more work in certain positions. Years ago, this is probably before you started training actually, but um, what's his name? Hanno. Hannah, the Gracie University guys, yep. um, Hannah and Hiran or whatever their names are, Hannah I think it was fought Andre Galval in a no time limit submission only match and it went the full distance and with no submission but Galval was all over him. And uh, afterwards in the, the post-fight interview, you know, like Hannah even said if, if this was a match – that had points, he's like, I may have gotten subbed because like, I think Galval took his back or I can't remember. This was years ago, the, the match. And, um, you know, he said, because I would have been concerned about the points about not letting those hooks come in. Yeah. And that may have forced me to take my hands away from my neck. And yep. but he's like, when my only concern is essentially not getting submitted or submitting him, like I have less to worry about. Yeah. Right. So the logic of submission only and no points forcing the submission, I actually don't, I think it creates less opportunity for submission. It can. Right. But when you're about to get mounted, so you desperately try to turn and whatever to, and that that results in getting your back taken yep. or results in you framing and over committing an arm and getting arm barred. But when you're like points don't matter and you just hunker down anyway. So I'm getting a bit off topic. Uh, you bring uh, up good points. I think a great format is let's say yeah, it's a 20 minute match just for argument's sake. If it goes to the time limit, there's still a point system, mm. right? As there is now in IBJJF or whatever. And let's say if you win, you get $5,000. 
just again, just to keep it mathematically simple. The winner gets 5K, but then you have an incentive. Okay, <clears throat> if you win and you win by submission, you get 5K for the win and you get 5K for the submission as well. But then to promote like attacking submissions, if you win for, from submission, you've got your 10K, five for the win, five for the sub, you get a bonus $1,000 for every minute that was left on the clock when you hit the sub. So if you hit the sub at 12 minutes in, there was eight minutes left on the clock, you get a bonus 8K. If you sub them in the first two minutes, you get five for the win, five for the sub, and a bonus 18K for 18 minutes being left on the clock or you know that's just again keeping it mathematically some form of incentivizing bro how would that not promote people to to go go for subs but also be conscious of exposing themselves to points if someone does stall it out they can they they don't they can't fall back to saying it was a draw because they Mm. like could have lost on points right Mm. they don't get any money like i think it is more incentives. Yeah, the, the more consequent, the higher the risk, right? The more enter- maybe- the more entertaining I think it is. Like, I mean, uh, when you watch a points match and and you see like the, the teammates scream and go ballistic when someone passes the guard mm. because like that can be game over, bro. An like, advantage I mean, can be the fucking- Yeah, but difference. when there's nothing, you're just like, yeah, yeah, good. You know, like you still got so much work to do, right? It like matter. it's almost- It's, it's irrelevant. Like, like yes, you're in a better irrelevant. position yep. potentially for a sub. Yeah. Maybe if they took on the ADCC or an, a hybrid ADCC points format, I'm not the biggest fan of IBJJF points because I think that the way IBJJF is with its advantages, with its like- minute details people have had a long time to study that system and and then we get game gamification yeah i mean but what i don't like sorry to cut you off what what i don't like is seeing i'm not going to name any names but seeing matches where it is two super high level competitors and a tiny little thing happens and both competitors stare at the ref for like three seconds to see see if the advantage or points or whatever and like they've got that oh yeah okay cool now we can progress I think that we, it promotes too much stalling. You're always going to have outliers. The match that you always bring up is the um, the match between Mika Galval and uh, Tyra Tolo. Yeah, it was a fucking incredible, barn burner, bro. Incredible match. But those two athletes are superstars and they're always going to show up, right? Then you have the, the other matches which are more common. But I think that's also – I think the 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 – Tangent that you're going on. Ski? Yeah, yeah. It's a bit more gi related. Yeah, I have to agree. You know, I don't think you see, because no gi is a bit more scrappy, I don't yeah. think you see it as much in no gi. No, I have to agree with that. Yeah. But still, yeah, ADCC I mean, is a better format but, in my opinion. But I mean, AD, people have gamed the system in ADCC. 100%. Every at, single fucking match of Gordon Ryan's, or we'll look at Gordon Ryan's, every single match, you know, when you're in the finals, you get penalized for pulling guard, but yet there's no points. Who's like, Oh no! You got the single leg and yeah, took when, me when Nikki, down. Yeah, when in the final, when Nicky Rod went like for that takedown and, and he just sat, like it's fucking stupid. He got taken down. Yeah, yeah but like, there's no points yep. the, in the start, so that takedown's worth nothing. Oh, but in the judges' eyes, if it goes the distance and overtime and whatever, it's like it's going to be such a negligible weight on the judges' yep. mind. And ADCC like, promotes points, like ADCC. 
originally before people started doing this whole, oh no, I got yeah. taken oh, down. Oh no, I fell over. They didn't want people to pull guard yeah. and they thought having the first half of the match no points would promote people to take bigger risks because it didn't matter if they ended up in a bad position because they weren't scored on. Yeah. But like, look, now we got people gaming it the other way. So but you can only not pull guard in the finals, right? That's right. Yeah. Well, in, you in can pull matches. guard if you want. You just get, you just penalized. get penalized. And that, that's what happened uh, to Marigali. Yeah, and it's he, what, yeah, and it's what Lockie did as well. In, um, yeah, in the he, absolute. Yeah, because he knew he was like, look, man, my only chance is to pull guard, take the penalty, and yep. hopefully get a sub. Yeah. He knew he wasn't going to take it. calculated risk. Though. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Um, Fair enough. I, I don't mind it. I think it, there's pros and cons, but I think in, if we're looking at them, and I know we discussed this before, if we're looking at them purely from uh, A versus B, I would go with ADCC over IBJJF. But I get what you're saying about I would also that to Yeah, and fights. I would go with I would go with to trickle that down further, I would go with IBJJF over no points and no time limit. I think no Fair points, enough. no time limit. I think the the argument makes sense, you know, that but people don't take more risks like because they can't get scored on. They actually yeah. don't, you know, yeah. like you think they would, like the 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 argument is sound. But, but in, the in reality, evidence, the evidence is opposite. that's right. Yeah. You could be onto something. Yeah. You could, you could definitely, definitely be onto something that is interesting. But what is your take on um, the Bodoni match? Did you watch? Um, yeah, the- I think um, so. Yeah. Good match. I think all I can really say about that match as a whole is I don't understand why Pedro was like such an underdog. I don't know. Understand why the community as a whole. Uh, I, know, I know why. Wrote him off. I know why. It's recency bias. Yeah. It's I a mean, classic recency bias. I mean, Bodoni's just come off. Craig pointed this out in that recap video. He's just come off a documentary has been made about him. He just absolutely floored ADCC. Not he, only did he floor, he like came in as a trials winner exactly, as well. It wasn't exactly. like he was an invite. He was almost, I know we've established that he's legitimate black belt before he started training under John Danaher but in at New Wave, but he almost came out of the woodwork, come from, you know, a, a competitor, but not super well-known in the, in the jiu-jitsu sphere to all of a sudden being like the number one hot ticket guy. Of course, the betting lines are going to absolutely blow out his name and Marino's going to get, yeah. I mean, he's a legit competitor. He's yeah, fucking I, good, man. But he's I guess, really good. I guess also you got the bias that previously Gordon just manhandled yeah, Pedro. That's but true. He's much, he, that but was he's the much, pressure, the, the pressure tap. Wasn't well, it? No, or that's he was what going he wanted. For, he wanted the smother tap. But, but he, he didn't get yeah. it and he ended up and taking ended up something taking else. The back, yeah, something like that. But, I mean, also, like, Pedro fights at 88, Gordon fights at 100. Exactly. Um, but, like, let's not forget when Pedro fought Craig, Pedro fucking passed Craig's guard. Yep. You know, Craig's got one of the best no-gi guards in the world. Yep. You know, like, and he beat Craig. Like, Pedro's he's also, good, well, what is he, a three-time or two-time no-gi world champion? Mm. Like, but he's never won ADCC. I, I, don't, I don't believe he has. No, no, no. But um, yeah, I don't know why he was so. I'm not taking device. anything away from Giancarlo. I fucking love Giancarlo. I think yeah. his jujitsu is sick. Yeah, I'm going to see um, even better and better things. I think I think yeah. it was unfortunate, but, but I just don't know why Pedro was considered such an underdog. Man, yeah. he like oh, that. If for those who didn't watch the mat, he hit such a good foot sweep towards yep. the end of the match <laughs> where he pretty much, even the commentators were like, did he even have a grip or did yeah. he just sock a kick his leg out from underneath Literally. He went for that earlier on and he just yeah, like went shin to shin. Yeah, he yeah, just yeah. Like literally just Muay Thai kicked uh, Giancarlo. But uh, yeah. yeah. It was a good match. I mean, there was no, there was no submission, but um, mm. 
It was competitive. It, it was more entertaining, I'd say. Why? Because it wasn't thirty minutes of people pacing each the, themselves. Yeah. Uh, one of the one of the best uh, matches or moments in the event, though, was Renee Souza's uh, knee bar. I saw a highlight of it. Yeah, which he won him submission of the, of the night. Mm. But essentially, he was rolling through to escape an umna plata that he had been caught in, and then caught a knee bar on his way Pretty out. Sick. It was sick. He, yeah, it was really he, nice. He went to the finals, no semifinals. He lost semifinals ADCC, right? Oh, I can't recall. Yeah, he did. He's if I'm thinking of the right, Sosa, he's sixty six. You're not Anthony. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> he's the yeah, he's yeah. sixty six, right? He's lightweight. Yeah, something like that. yeah. yeah. I'm pretty beat. sure he beat Jeremy Skinner. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. so I'm pretty sure if it's the Sosa I'm thinking of. There's I mean, a I fucking there's a lot of Sosas, but I'm pretty right sure if he's the one I'm thinking of, he beat Jeremy Skinner in ADCC, and then he lost to Mika, I believe, in the semis. Yeah, ADCC. Well, now I'm gonna have to check, aren't I? Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're gonna have to, and we'll Jamie. take a short. Interview. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jamie, pull yeah. that up. Jamie, pull that up. Um, where me brackets? Where me brackets? Brackets. <laughs> brackets. Um. Yeah, but anyway, going back to who I wanted to shit on. Which was, um, which <laughs> well, with the start of the, the episode, we're like, who hurt Gordon Wright? And then we have not spoken about Gordon Wright. Bro, what is that dude's problem? In so terms like, of his social media. So, okay. Yeah, anyway, fuck the brackets of <laughs> So like, so he pulled out, right? And yep. then- which, yeah, unfortunate. I'm not saying he faked illness, no, right? I, the, whole, the whole angle definitely where- Definitely think he didn't. No, the, no whole, fucking way. the whole angle where Penn is like now kind of saying like, uh, oh, he's scared of me, blah, blah, blah. That's, That's just a bit yeah. of trash talk. He doesn't believe that. No, no, You can no. see and it he, in his face. And, and Penner is only really trash talking Gordon because Gordon started it, right? So to speak. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but everyone knows Gordon just talks shit all the time and he obviously Constantly. can back it up. He's- the he's, best grappler in the world. The, yeah, the yeah. best grappler in the world at the moment. Yep. But, man, you had to pull out because you were sick, mm-hmm. right? Very unfortunate. No one wanted that to happen. Yep. Just take the loss, bro. I don't mean a loss as in on your card, on your record, but I mean just take the loss, take man. The like, hit, yeah. yeah, take the hit like a fucking adult. Fall on your sword. Like a man, bro. Whereas he instantly starts talking shit. So, first of all, like, regardless of what you think of Nicky Rod, Bro, shut the fuck up. You don't get to talk shit about Nicky Rod, who in the last has saved your butt, butt in the last two events. Yeah. So the last one, he stepped up to fight you after what's his name? Wasn't it Vinny Magalhães yeah. that he was yeah, supposed to fight? Vinny pulled out. Yep. Nicky Rod stepped up last to fight minute. you so you could still get paid. Yep. Right. And still have an, an opponent. Yep. And then he stepped up to cover your ass when you pulled out sick with yep. two days' notice. So yep. shut the fuck up, bro. You should be thanking him. Yeah. Okay, it is no joke to step up two days' notice Straight up. to fight. Okay, right? the Gordon Dick Riding Club would come after you and be like, "Yeah, but he got paid bank, bro." If anything, Gordon did him a favor. Oh man, shut up! Gordon's <laughs> getting Gordon's getting paid bank as well. Like yeah. anytime he turns up, so yeah. suck a dick. <laughs> um, and then, so anyway, just take the hit, bro. But no, he straight away goes on on the offensive. On yep. the offensive, like. It's one thing when he's talking trash from a position of, of like power, power yeah, and authority yeah. and he's backing it up. Yep. But bro, you're you're now like you're sheepishly like you 
you've you, anything you say, you're just digging your grave deeper. And so really, he comes out and saying like, oh, you know, well, unfortunately there won't be a who's number one event, but good news is there's who's number two where we're going to have never has been as, as in so he's Felipe, shitting on the event. Yeah, right. never has been as in, as in Penna versus never will be yeah. as in Nicky Rod. Bro, just shut up. And, and if anything, that's like kind of shitting on flow a little bit because they're hosting this event where you've had to pull out because you're sick. Obviously, no one here is saying that he should have fought. No one's saying that uh, Gordon did the wrong thing in terms of pulling out of the event when you're sick. However, if you're then going to go on the offensive and talk shit about the event that you were meant to be on the main card, and basically, oh, don't bother watching it. It's just, you know, dumb and dumber or shit and shitter or whatever. That That is kind of shitting on or biting the hand that feeds you as well by yeah. flow. If yeah. anything, you should be promoting it and saying, hey, guys, I've had to pull out, but – you know, check this out. I'll be watching, you know, twist the angle a little bit. You can still talk shit, but twist it. Be like, oh yeah, I have my eye on this one fucking yeah, for the rematch or what, some shit like that. Yeah, and then he's like comparing his situation to Penna losing his friend in Leandro Lowe being like, oh, if only, if only Flo could pay me a bit more like they did, they did Penna for him to fight and I yeah. would magically be cured. It's like, I mean, two different situations. Like you could be offered $20 million and mm. if you've, got diarrhea every 30 seconds you can't fight nor yeah. does anyone want to watch you fight in the, yeah. in those circumstances i mean the penna thing was like very unique circumstances and yeah. money is obviously a motivating factor man like i mean and he wouldn't have wanted to fight but enough money enough money yeah and enough money's put forward for him to try to ignore the emotional yeah um to be fair turmoil in to hindsight fight. i don't think that i don't think penna should have taking the match like if he was you know in the state that he says he was i don't think he should have taken it despite the money but hindsight's 2020 and i think he would agree with that if he could go yeah, back in time if he, he could probably go would back he wouldn't but you could obviously yeah. you know you can imagine if one of your if you were in penance situation oh yeah you would also it. be having those emotional feelings of like no i should fight to honor low low would want me to that's fight, your initial you know, reaction like, but when you get deep in in the hole then that motivation is evaporated and like sadness and loss take over. Yeah, hundred percent. So yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I totally, I, I get that. I get yeah. that. But anyway, so he's like, and then he's like, oh, and by the way, he, like, you know, cause he's saying how he, mess yeah, yeah, yeah. how he messaged Flo telling them like days ago yeah. that, you know, they told me not to announce anything. Yep. Well, of course they had to scramble to find a replacement. They didn't want you coming out saying I've I'm pulled sick. out of the event. And they're like, what the and fuck? Before, yeah, they get blindsided. Before, yeah, and then before they've been able to announce who the yep. replacement is. Yep. So, and then he's like, uh, you know, so he messaged Panner as well and showed the screenshot and it was all very polite. And the voice message was actually pretty decent. I didn't yeah, expect and it was him. very, and it was very adult and just yep. like, man, I'm really sorry, but yep. you know, like I'm sick, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Fine. But then he's like, and by the way, Penner didn't accept my apology. Dude, why, why would he? he You've you, just spent the last fucking six months the last, shitting on the, the guy. The last five years yeah, shitting yeah, on him. Yeah, five years. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like <laughs> imagine, imagine if you physically assaulted your wife and then just, and then, and then were pissed off because she didn't accept. Bro, like- but I said you know, sorry though. Yeah, I said sorry. I mean, she didn't even accept my apology after I backhanded her. Yeah. Like, I mean, she didn't even- <laughs> okay, okay. Like, I mean, bro, 
comparing this to domestic violence is going a bit far, but I get, I get okay. you. Well, I mean, I get you. <laughs> well, like, okay, what if let's not call it domestic? It's still verbal ab- abuse, yeah, and yeah, harassment totally, yeah. that he's done to Penna for a long time. You know, like, 100%. oh man, I I bullied I bullied this person for mm. years, never physically, but I emotionally bullied this person for years, and then I said, I'm sorry, yeah, and they didn't accept my apology after pulling out of a match that you're obviously out of your control. No one's saying that. Yeah, you just shouldn't. take the loss, bro. Yeah, I think like just take it's not it like in his a man. DNA. Stop. Like, not in his DNA. And he's, so he's back too to far the deep man. He can't. back to the start of saying who hurt Gordon Ryan. Yeah. How is it that the best grappler in the world is so absurdly insecure? He he plays like, it off that he finds it fun, and whenever he talks about see, it, he, he you, finds it fun or whatever. Or it's but all he's so fun of shit. You can see through it, man. You see him in interviews where he's like, "Well, first of all, I think it's hilarious." Blah blah. Yeah, yeah. Like you can see when it actually. Like, uh, like when it actually affects him, like you see it when he talked about like, you know, Craig training with Penner, like, you know, you can see when he's faking toughness and when he's actually, at least for me, I think it's very clear to see when he's, when he's like, I see it. I'm like, you're not fooling anyone, but unfortunately he does fool a lot of people because he backs it up, right? He's such a dominant grappler. And that's the sad part about it. Like if he was, so if you apply the same level of shit talk to a, a subpar grappler or someone that's, you know, in the top echelon, but not as dominant, like seriously, that'd become the laughing stock. Yeah. Very, yeah. very quickly. You lose once you become the laughing stock, right? Yeah. You, you, and, th- and that's the problem with the game that he's playing. As soon as Gordon loses, which he will one day, it yeah, will I mean, automatically not destroy him, but the hit he will take would be so much larger than the hit he would take if he wasn't as much of a prolific shit talker. Yeah. And yeah, I've said this before. He'll either lose one day or, you know, there's people who do retire on top, right? He might. Like, and so I he's definitely good good enough. It's like mm-hmm. Hodger Gracie. Hodger Gracie retired on top, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so Gordon's more than capable of retiring in air quotes, like undefeated. Mm. Uh but yeah, so he's either going to retire undefeated or lose one day. Mm-hmm. I hope he loses one day just so he can eat a bit of humble pie. But, you know, yeah. at the same time, I would love to see him go on and achieve things that no other – I've said this before. Yep. Imagine if he won like Gi Worlds, no Gi Worlds. Super, ADCC super like yeah, yeah, won yeah. everything Gi and no Gi. And that's gi. the problem. Weight absolute in the one year would be crazy. I think so many people share our, our opinion in terms of we love to see Gordon Ryan – do his thing. We love his jujitsu. Yeah, just shut up and do jujitsu, bro. He is Fucking seriously hell. like the best thing to happen to our sport in terms of all the eyes that he gets, the numbers that he can generate. You know, the 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 information sharing. Think about the best guy in the sport has released hours and hours and hours of exactly how he does it, and it's Not, really good too. It's like, fucking I mean, exceptional. And that's the problem. But we hate the way he. Acts it's so unnecessary, bro. Like, it, I mean, I just, sucks. <laughs> I know some people love it, but I just really have no patience. I for love trash it, talking it. and all that stuff. Like one of my, one of my favorite athletes in combat sports is GSP, right? Even though, mm. yeah, in his later fights of his career, you know, he was always, you know, labeled as being really boring to watch and his yeah, fights were really boring yeah, and whatever. Totally. But I mean, he was just always dressed impeccably, yep. never really said any bad things about anyone. Respect, honor, you know, yep. like a true warrior. Whereas then you look at guys like Conor McGregor who are just trash, bro. Just fucking pieces of shit. Trash. It's so unnecessary, man. And yeah. I, I don't know. Did I just, you see, speaking of UFC champions, did you see um, John Jones's comment on the Nikki Rod Gordon Ryan 
drama. No. He basically, it was like a Twitter post that said, like, loves the grappling, loves watching, watching it, loves both of them. Um, and he said something along the lines of like, I hope that you guys can kiss and make up, but the drama is is um, is entertaining nonetheless. Yeah, I don't find I find it. Yeah. There is a, there is an element of entertainment there. I I kind of like the. Then go watch the fucking Kardashians, bro. Nah, like, I mean, yeah, that's what everyone says on Reddit. Like, if if you post this on Reddit and any fucking um, RBJJ guys um, will will testify to this, anytime you post anything to do with with drama, it's like oh fucking Kardashians for men or like the Jiu-Jitsu Kardashians. But I mean, whenever you have top level athletes in the public eye, people are going to be interested in, in what they're doing, particularly when you have things like people leaving teams or like, you know, drama at that level or, or, or drama at matches. I mean, we're not fucking, um, you know, emotionless beings. We're not just going to look at the jujitsu and ignore everything else. It is entertaining and people are interested in it and the, the numbers don't lie. Like you get comments and maybe I'm, I'm taking this personally, but you, I get comments on whenever I make videos on it where people are like, oh, why, you know, why are you wasting your time with this? This is clickbait. Like this is stupid. It's like, well, why did you click on the video, bro? Why is, why is 150 plus thousand people watching it if, if no one gives a fuck? Like riddle me that, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So obviously you got to take those with a grain of salt. But, but yeah. look, I mean, yeah. If he if Gordon one day goes into MMA, I'll definitely be tuning into it. Even if he w- yeah, even if would. he wins a match, I just want to see someone punch him in the face. <laughs> All right, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I kind of don't want to see Gordon in MMA. I think that he needs to stay in jujitsu because if he jumps ship right and goes to MMA in previous like you know the version of me twelve months ago would be like fuck yeah let's see it. But now that I'm appreciating jujitsu more and more and more by the day, I think that he needs to stay in jujitsu to help elevate this sport. MMA doesn't need any more help. They're already a huge sport. They already yeah. have UFC. They have Bellator. They have, you know, these superstar names, Conor McGregor, John Jones, Cyril Gunn, all these guys that are promoting MMA. We need guys like Gordon Ryan to promote jiu-jitsu. We need guys like Nicky Rod, like Craig Jones. We need big personalities that draw more eyeballs to the sport. Yeah. Speaking of Craig Jones, God, he's on fire on right. his Instagram. Just destroying right. Gordon. Holy shit. So good. Did you, did you see the one where it was just like a I've little two second reel of him popping out of like some like mud bath, dirty water thing or something? And he's like, you know, like peekaboo out of Gordon's toilet or something. <laughs> so, I, I can't believe it. I missed uh, that. No way. But, um, but he, 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 yeah, Gordon, uh, sorry, Craig Jones and B team. In terms of like their shit talk at the moment is fucking insane. Yeah, the comments get a little bit like childish, but the videos, like so the, funny, the the thought out scripted, you know, produced videos that they're putting out are fucking golden. They are so brilliant. So I'll just finish with one more sort of note talking about the like Gordon and Penner shit. So. <laughs> Penn has changed his Instagram bio. Have you seen this? No. That's quite, that's it. quite funny. It says, Jiu-Jitsu world and ADC champ making people walk away from fights with diarrhea. <laughs> Three to one, right? Oh, that's um, pretty bad. <laughs> and, uh, so I'll cut Gordon a little bit of slack on one of his posts where he essentially recaps the like who's number one right. or at least the Nikki and uh, Penner fight. Yep. If you just like – essentially redact all the shitty trash talking he does through Mm. it. He, you know, he breaks it down quite well, essentially saying, you know, like he thinks that, you know, Panna had one of the best attacks in the match, like his back take attack. Yep, I agree. um, He says, uh, yeah, sorry. So at the start he goes, first, I believe that Panna had the best back, the best attack with the back take sequence, but Nikki had more 
more good attacks overall, although yep. he clearly stalled a lot and I was agree. so clearly greased, just like I said I he was. And that. if you didn't watch the match, there was a point where they stopped him and wiped, wiped them down. Yeah, that was very early on. It's because uh, um, Philippe was pointing at Greece and like making indications. And that could have been. I also don't know the official rule as to what quantifies as greasing. So if. If you if, get sweaty beforehand warming up, is that greasing? No, no, well, no. no but like if if before the match I have a shower, then put moisturizer on. Not as in Ooh. like not as in like lather myself, but yeah. the same way that you might just moisturize your skin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Get it. Is that considered greasing? I don't know. Is putting some tiger balm on or for people who don't uh, like deep heat, yeah, you know, yeah. those heat rubs. Yeah. Is that considered greasing? We oh. know that when you start to sweat, that stuff comes out of your yeah. pores and gets really oily. So you fix vapor rub on your chest and someone goes, in yeah. your chest, get it in the eyes. Like, I don't know what is, I think that's the, is, is it just essentially is the rule you can't have any, you can't put any substances on your, I think I it should know, be for right? like at least 24 hours. You shouldn't put any fucking moisturizer. On. Yeah. No, no baby oil. Right. But, um, but you know, Not and even sunscreen, bro. And then he's like, "Oh, Nikki was shining on my TV, blah blah blah." Uh, yeah. And he, but he made a good point, right? And I had other people just casually say this to me before reading it. Mm -hmm. He said, "Notice how easily Nikki pulled out every time, um, blah yeah. blah blah." But I scored, I scored it for Nikki. Uh, Nikki was obviously Greece. I don't really blame Panna for not being able to get a hold of him because I know what it's like. For those who remember, like Gordon didn't yep. submit Nikki in 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 their match he about either. Yeah. Uh, blah blah blah. He just essentially said something along the lines of, um, you know, he knows how good and how sticky Panna is with that back take sequence, mm -hmm. and for Nikki to just slip out so effortless, effortlessly it was suspicious. Essentially, is maybe is what he said. But anyway, like like I said, if you ignore the trash talk that he did in the post, he, you know, had a. a relatively concise breakdown of the of the match. Yeah, and I mean his jiu-jitsu analysis is like fucking top tier yes. and it always will be. It's just lathered in uh, He's just a shit douche. Talk. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll end on that note. Yeah. Whoever hurt Gordon, come forward so we can uh, sort it out. Get, yeah. him, get him some help. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> get him some counseling. Yeah, yeah bro. Like, All right. Swing him by the Beyond Jiu-Jitsu podcast. Yeah, know, we'll, 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 we'll look after him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, thank you for listening. Next episode, 133. As always, if you have any questions, you know where to find us, Instagram, YouTube comments, whatever. I'll reply to your shit. Yeah, and if YouTube you have any comments. hate mail, send it directly to Vantage Jiu-Jitsu on Instagram. Yeah, we got so yeah, the odd troll comment or whatever. Kira, we had one the other day and Kieran's like, don't reply, bro. And I'm like, try and stop me. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, thanks for listening and we'll catch you next time. See ya.